So what was Logan saying about you smelling good? That I smell good. He can't snuggle with me because he smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> so at least. Well, that's very thoughtful of him. All right. Welcome to the Creepy Cabin Podcast. Uh, this is a very special episode. We don't have a movie to review this week. Nope. Usually we watch a movie on Friday, one of us gets to pick, and if it's my turn, we're going to watch a horror movie. If it's Ashley's turn, she's going to make us watch something else or go to bed early. I love my sleep. So this week, we decided to do some other things. We're talking about Michigan folklore. Today, we have two Michigan folklore stories that we're going to go over. I did some research on one, and Andrew did research on the other. We have some big news to announce. Maybe you hear it now. We just got a brand new mic. So we had some issues with the previous mic. What were our issues? That first episode we recorded, Ashley was super quiet. Yes. It took me about five hours of editing to make your voice louder. Mm -hmm. And I was super mad at you. I said some things that can't be taken back. You assure me. Yeah. You could have just stayed closer to the mic. As if he didn't know that I'm a quiet person. On base level, I am just quiet. Mm -hmm. And so... The second episode, I was super quiet. I said, Which we all know. I wouldn't have screwed this up. Yeah, he's not a quiet man. No. So I thought, there's got to be something wrong with the mic. Turns out there is something wrong with the mic in that you can't hear it from all sides the same, which is apparently is normal for mics. I didn't know Look, that. Look, we're new to this. It's yeah. a learning curve. We're idiots. I usually don't hear myself through a mic no. until I'm editing. So we got a brand new mic, one that doesn't do that. So this one should sound much better. Mm-hmm. And also... This has been brought up by multiple people, something that the mic picked up. It was like a, dis- it was a weird disturbance, like a, a sound. Was it, was it? I don't know what Are it, you saying the mic that I use on the regular is haunted? I, it could be haunted, could be an e- EVF. Well, isn't that, that's an electric EVF. voice, the EVP, EVP, electric EVP, voice phenomenon. Doesn't that pick up haunted? So it my does. mic, I could have spirits by my face all the time this whole time and you wouldn't have known it until you listened to a recording what do you think was something more human i don't know do you want me to play this yeah play this eliza cue that up all right this is from episode one keep feet under covers listen to sadie (laughs) digging out cell another thing i (laughs) what was that (laughs) the ghost blue ass (laughs) (laughs) i think it might have i mean well, I'm a lady and I do fart. I would never fart that ver- that lo- that verbally. That verbally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this one, this might have been one of mine. Okay. Now, what's interesting though, evidence <laughs> to the contrary, you don't react to it. I don't react. You to don't it say at anything. All. I don't say anything. I didn't even <laughs> notice, which could also be a sign that you just that our marriage is ending. Are, no. Oh. That we've been together so long, and I've heard you blow ass so much this it didn't even nothing. register this was a meaty one too what's a meat this had had some weight was there any editing to that did you do any editing to that now the thing is when i was editing this was perfectly isolated i could have edited it out really easily but i came across it when i was editing and i laughed pretty hard and so i left it in you didn't enhance it or anything that was no that's the real deal <laughs> i definitely didn't enhance and that, that that was with my old with my mic that i use so it was, it's not a bad mic if you're in the right spot i was not close to that mic it yeah. sounded like i blew it right into <laughs> it that does. mic it did. i wasn't close sorry i just i guess i'm a little defensive of my old mic i love it still okay you can keep it i'll keep this one Okay, then you don't let, love your mic that much. I mean, I'll love it when I don't when I can't use it. 
<laughs> I can't use. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, what? Uh... So yeah, what do we got going on this episode? Today we are going to talk about Michigan folklore. Not all of it, because there's a lot. All right. Which one should we start with? I think we should start with melon heads. All right. All right. So <laughs> the melon heads are, is a folklore that takes place in Michigan. Coincidentally, though, there's other states that have the same, same, same like creatures, if you will. So where does it take place? Saugatuck and Bridgman in Michigan. The appearance of these creatures, they have small body and bulbous heads, like big heads. Like aliens. Like aliens a little bit. And children are warned to stay away from the forest that these creatures are seen in in case they wander into the Melonhead territories where they could be attacked or even eaten by these creatures. So the origin story is these kids were at an asylum called Junction Insane Insane Asylum. And these kids were born with um, a condition called hydrocephalus. Hydro. When they have the large pockets of fluid in their brain. But anyway, supposedly these kids suffered from severe mental and physical issues in part of the, from the fluids in the brain, but also because the staff was performing experiments on them that mutated the kids into something subhuman. The asylum closed down and the children were deemed too feral to be placed in other institutions, so they were set free into the woods. Um, this took place near Felt Mansion, uh, but there are also there are some versions of the story that say the family sold the property to a seminary, who opened up the asylum and then took those kids in and tortured them. What's that word mean? What's seminary mean? Religious. Like, oh. like religious people took them in to take care of them. So then that story still converges to where the kids were treated poorly, and then this asylum closed down and there no other asylum wanted to take them so they were left with their own devices or they escaped. And now they're monsters? Now they're folklore now monsters? Now they're folklore monsters. This is the most mean-spirited S- choice you could have made. Actually. Some claim they live in the woods. Others claim they live in tunnels. Beneath. Subhuman monsters? These people, these poor people suffering? Yeah. From hydrocephalus? Listen. Yes, but listen. Okay. So they live in these tunnels but some of the tunnels could have been from an old abandoned zoo which I think is really cool. Oh, now they're animals. No, I'm not saying that. I'm, this is what I've read. <laughs> okay, so anyway, some folks claim that the melon heads revolted and killed the doctor, and the kids couldn't figure out what to do with them. And now they're revolting. Uh, just go. Revolt, I'm sorry. like a revolt, like revolt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. So, uh, Don't they, let me interrupt they you. They dismembered the doctor and hid his body throughout the mansion. Um, some people claim they ate them. But according to the Allegan County Historical Society, the asylum never existed. What? Yep. Oh, of course, they would cover it up. They claim that, they, that these people escaped and are breeding in the woods. <laughs> They're breeding out there. And there's more of them. So yeah, I mean, it's terrible. These kids were made fun of. Like, yeah. It was, yeah, it was for sure. Fun. But now I just keep thinking of them breeding out in the woods. But it sounds like there was also another fact that there were these kids that were at a private school there and they didn't have the, they didn't have the one on their head, but they were called melon heads because they were super smart and somehow that just, <laughs> they were so, it's either making fun of nerds or making fun of people who have water on their brains that they couldn't. I definitely like the making fun of nerds angle more. That, I like that more too. So. Fucking melon heads really, out there. Well, hey, go really, fuck out in the woods, melon head. This, this story really comes down to how shitty humans are to each other. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Because we shut down all their cages that we, we did. had. We did. We shut in. them now down. In the woods. All the asylums got shut down, and or no one wanted to take them in. But so yeah, supposedly this didn't even exist. But the mansion itself might be haunted by mansions like original owners. Cool. The people saying they they see like the ghost of her. Hey, do you want like a spooky music dubbed over? Over your segment? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, what do you think about that? I think this story was really mean. 
Yeah, now you're making me feel bad that I shared it. I should have let you be kidding. the one that shared it. Oh, I would have loved to. You gotta embrace the meanness. I, feel, I do feel awful because I just, I, the entire time I was reading this, I'm like, man, I feel bad. First off, well, how likely is that, that they had a bunch of kids suffering from hydrocephalus all in, like, one place? Wouldn't they be spread out? Yeah. But it's not like a leper colony. You don't just put all the hydrocephaloids yeah. in one spot. So... Probably not true. They're probably just aliens that eat people. Could be. Plus, they're saying that this asylum never existed. Oh, it was also a site of a prison. Oh, site of a prison. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole area, like, the, the area that they span, I think it's a, it was a few things. But I was really interested in, because only a few articles talked about the zoo, the abandoned zoo caves that they could be living in. And I'm like, I'm going to explore an abandoned zoo. I bet there are some people down there. Yeah. There's probably bums living down. In yeah, and they're just caves. embracing embrace the folklore and scare people away. So you have a night like a decent place to. Yeah, they come out and eat a giraffe every once in a while. <laughs> because they, the zoo left the the giraffes. Yeah, there. I don't know. I'm just try- <laughs> I'm just trying to think that think my way through this. Well, that was a fun story. I feel bad for everyone involved. I don't know if anyone there, was involved. There were sightings like as far as recently as like ten. Oh, ten a few years like years ago and currently some people call them wobbleheads now wobbleheads that's another nickname for the melon heads let's see if they have any pictures picture of a michigan melon but yeah apparently like this is story these oh, stories Jesus. take place in like ohio and wisconsin too to me we're all close yeah this is just definitely just a bunch of children suffering from this horrific disease yeah so what did you research sir? all right mine is about the frightening subject Known as art. I'm going to do it in my storytelling voice. One of my, one of you many. You always have to outdo me. Uh, you could have done it in a storytelling I voice. I do accents. They heard that last episode. This isn't even an accent. Oh, crikey. Oh, my God. I would have loved it if you did the oh, story crikey. like that. Oh, crikey. Maybe my next one. Because I have another <laughs> one I'll be sharing later. All right. The story takes place in Ontonagon. And you better believe I'm going to have spooky music over this one, right? Yeah. Now I have to do this if I want to be heard. <laughs> All right. This story takes place in Ontonagon, which is up by Lake Superior. It's the November of 1885. It's a weird time period when you think about it. This was a few decades after the Civil War and a few decades before rock and roll. You never hear about the late 1800s. You might get the impression that nothing was going on. To put it into some context, this was shortly after Ulysses S. Grant died. The Statue of Liberty has just arrived in New York. Dr. Pepper was officially served for the first time. And the third longest depression in American history had just come to an end. No one really knew what was causing the depression. So they blamed God. Seems legit. That's a true story. They Well, there were a bunch of different (laughs) causes. I was trying to, like, look into this for Mm -hmm. historical purposes. And one of the causes that people said was, like, maybe God did it. I think he's mad at us. People always think God's mad about something. Yeah. Really, I just think he just... I'm trying to... Because, like, it's always, like, a moral thing. I think he's just, like, you know, on those days where you're really tired of parenting and you just want to stare at your phone. He's been doing that for 2,000 years. Yeah, I feel like we did something and he's just... That's just what's been going on. But, like, what... I wonder what the morality situation of the late 1800s was. Like, what were they mad about? Everything. <laughs> like, because this was before rock and roll. Mm-hmm. People didn't dance back then, right? <laughs> they, they, their feet didn't get loose yet. <laughs> no. Their, their feet were tied tightly to their 
leg. Okay. Yep, go on. All right, moving on. I, yeah, I'm getting sidetracked here. This story takes place just a few months after God tuckered himself out by zapping all the jobs away. I should have rewrote this. I didn't. This is my first draft. I kind of. Okay, y'all, he called me a nerd last episode for researching. (laughs) He has a literal (laughs) script. I am the underachiever in this episode. Go on. Something is. Ravenclaw. Oh my god, I am not. This is ambition right here. Plain and simple. Okay. Something is happening now that history is soon to ignore. Resting in bed is an 18-year-old girl by the name of Grace Johnson Adams. As a child, Grace contracted scarlet fever. She was now she was never able to recover. So instead of going out and playing with the other kids, Grace spent her days indoors. As lonely people tend to do, she turned to art for comfort. Now, in November 1985, Grace takes long breaks between brushstrokes as she works on what will become her final masterpiece. She spends days obsessing and perfecting the subject of her watercolor painting. It's a young girl in white robe, but it's the expression that's not right. It has to be perfect. The girl is holding an empty bowl, and when Grace gets the expression just right, you can see the rare emotion that Grace herself feels towards the world. This is the girl who was cheated out of everything. A girl with an empty cup. With all the energy Grace has left, she poured her talent and misery into making this one final masterpiece. The painting is a Christmas gift for the wife of a legislative representative named James Mercer. For all, his, for all of her short life, all Grace ever wanted was the recognition her talent deserved. If her masterpiece was displayed in the Mercer's estate, then everyone of importance throughout northern Michigan would see it. Shortly after delivering this work of art, young Grace had passed away. But the paintings of Grace remained. And as her mother mourned, they watched over her, taking on a whole new somber spirit. Oh, the paintings. Yeah, her paintings. Her paintings were babysitting her her mom. Her paintings. I got it. Not this one. Okay. Yeah, her other paintings, not the one. Okay, I got it. It felt as though Grace was still here, but her mother knew better. Her daughter was gone. And now in every room, a reminder hung on every wall, watching her every move. Finally, Grace's mother snapped. She tore down every work of art that now haunted her home. Having heard of this, Mrs. Mercer feared her mother would come for the final masterpiece. Feared Grace's mother. (laughs) Having heard of this, Mrs. Mercer feared Grace's mother would come for the final masterpiece. Now the one remaining reflection of the soul that was taken from them. Mrs. Mercer hid the painting, and when Grace's mother arrived, she claimed to have sent the painting away to be framed, where it was lost along the way. Oh shit, you're not supposed to lie about that stuff. She had to. Well, she's going to say, yeah, here it is, burn the thing. For the next 60 years, the legacy of Michigan's greatest artist, well, uh, maybe... For the next for the next 60 years, the legacy of one of Michigan's greatest artists was buried in the bottom of a drawer. There it was discovered by the Wilman family, who had just moved into the new home. For the next 52 years, it remained on their wall 
It was at this point in 1997 that they learned the identity of the artist. Royce Willman, the current owner of the painting, contracted his friend, Maureen Guzik, to reproduce the painting. She struggled to get the expression just right. Then finally, it was perfect. It was like finding the right key to open a door that was shut for a hundred years. That night, she was overcome with fatigue and collapsed in her bed. In the dead of night, she was awoken by a freezing gust of wind that had invaded her warm bedroom. A being of light appeared before her. Maureen screamed, Who are you? Why did you come? It spoke to her in a soft voice. Royce sent me. Maureen knew who the spirit was. Grace Johnson? By Maureen's account, she said. She came out in full form. She sat on the love seat beside my bed. She had medium dark brown hair with a light natural curl that lay just below her collarbones. She wore a long printed dress that fell gracefully over her legs. Maureen and Grace communicated briefly. It was clear that Grace still felt the need to be recognized and remembered. Maureen understood this and assured her that Grace's masterpiece would be displayed in homes throughout the entire world. The two women, a century apart, hugged one another. Maureen returned to her bed only to see that she was already there. She was looking down at her own sleeping body. The next morning, Maureen stopped by Royce's house on her way to work. She told him about what happened. According to Royce, the ghost of Grace Johnson Adams had spoken to him the night before. I mean, I have questions that I don't think you'll be able to answer. I can make something up. What are okay, they? Okay, well, so, um, Grace just wanted acknowledgement for her art. Yep. So it seems to me she should have been a really angry spirit when her art, when her painting was hidden away. Like, why wasn't she, like, haunting these buildings, like, throwing shit around? Like, hey, pointing, Point, pointing to where Acknowledge me. You're hiding my picture. Why are you doing this? I want acknowledgement. Instead, she was just like, fine, it's in a drawer. The drawer can see it. Like Maybe she forgot about it. I don't know. It's, it was her final dying masterpiece that she did. And something was haunting. Oh, actually, no. I know it was haunting your mom. Just She lost her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> surrounded by her artwork. So <laughs> Would no you destroy there. your daughter's artwork? I, I know. I, I don't know. I, I didn't wouldn't say she it. destroyed it, but she just, she just like took it down. Maybe she threw it in a box. I mean, I, would, I, could, I could see myself doing that for a little while until I could or maybe, maybe. make it a room, an art room. An art room that yeah. you just locked up and a, a sadness room. Yeah. You're maybe just reminded of the cry. past. When the grief becomes too strong. Yeah, that'd be fun. Great fun. But yeah, so like, I mean, it was, this was like a, a cute-ish ghost story at the end. You know what? Where's the book? All right. I want you to see this picture. Melon heads. I feel so bad that I told about the melon heads. Oh, they, it's fine. So there's the painting. Yeah, I've seen better. You've seen better? Look how good it is. I mean, yeah, you've seen better. There's a lot of good artists out. I may have played it up saying that she was the greatest artist in Michigan. It's cute, though. It is a cute... That's cute? Yeah, in a creepy kind of way. Well, yeah, that one's creepy. The real one does not look like that. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to show you that. Okay. Uh, that was not Grace the... Grace Johnson Adams painting. Here is the real one. It looks very different, right? Yeah. Like the other one, they put like this white glow over the eyes to make it creepy. Yeah. And she's got a cuter smile in the real one. Yeah. Like the other one, she has like this evil looking smile. Yeah, we could just make it spooky. Yeah. 
Which wasn't didn't really fit in with the context because like she's like hugging the new artist lady for acknowledging her and recognizing her. Yeah. I don't know. I just think if she truly just wanted recognition, she would have been haunting the shit out of that house until people put up her artwork. Probably. On display. I mean, more than likely, the artist chick is just a uh, weirdo. Yeah, but, but the the dude said he saw it, too. He's probably a weirdo, too. Yeah. It's like, say whatever you want. Or Let's maybe give he's you more like, money. yeah, I, I, too, saw it. Well, she, she did say Royce sent me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I left this part out, but in that book, Royce is like, I didn't send her. Oh. I don't know why I'm saying but that But he now. acknowledged that he saw he her? He said that she came to visit him the night before. Interesting. That is interesting. But yeah, I feel like I, I'm calling shenanigans. If she really wanted all that recognition, I think she would have been haunting. I think she would have been a very aggressive spirit. Maybe. Well... They were, like, reproducing her art, which is kind of weird, right? It is weird. You get, like, a... Maybe... Why wouldn't you just take a picture of it? Or, I like, copy it? Yeah, we had that technology in the 97. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they had to, like, reproduce it. I don't know. Anyway, it's a cool picture, I think. I wish we had more from her. I think the rest is all gone. Missing to it? time. We need to figure out... So did the mom... Yeah, I wonder if the mom really did destroy it, or if she just, like, put it away, and then because, like, it wasn't preserved the mom died in the pictures maybe she sold them off like i gotta get something for this kid but i like how, how mrs mercer heard about it and was like nah gotta hide this i heard what she was doing all those paintings <laughs> okay so the part that i liked was when she goes back to bed and she sees herself already asleep in her bed yeah she's like this is weird but okay that doesn't explain what happened after that what? did she just lay down and then they just melded together Possibly. I feel like I have a panic attack. How do I get back into my body? <laughs> I know, because you've never done it. There's no instruction no, book for ghost it. girl just left me. I'm like, shit. <laughs> well, I guess I'm dead now. Am I a ghost now? Should I go haunt Andrew and see if he'll wake up? I'll go to your side of the bed and be like, wake up. I'm trying to think what I would do, because part of me would try to get back in my body immediately. Another yeah. part of me would say, maybe I should try to do the some ghost stuff. Key. The like ghost key. Like a locking key. key. <gasps> the ghost key from Lock We're just and zooming Key. zooming around. Yeah, I think I would take my time going back to my I body. would have a panic and then maybe I would take my I would have to embrace that panic first because it's me. What would you do, though, as a ghost? The only like, thing I can think to do around here is to haunt the neighbors. Yeah. But I'd have to go. I, I wouldn't haunt the ones directly next to us. Because, like, what if they could see me? They might recognize me. Yeah, so then it would just turn this whole thing, dude, our neighbor's a creep. Yeah, he was in our house, he vanished. <laughs> Ghostly pale because it's after winter. Because I got, they'd come over, were you in our, were you haunting our house? And like, I don't know what you're talking I mean, about. I mean, I'm alive, how can I haunt yeah. your house? But I wonder, like, okay, how fast could you travel? Would it be like that's the other thing? Because if you could I travel far. You also didn't say. You could travel far. I mean, you could. Get that's up the thing. To quite I think you're lot. risking it. Because you don't know the mechanics know of mechanics. being outside of your body. Maybe you're dead See then. See how many of our uh, neighbor cats she has in her oh, house? Oh, yeah. She does seem to be collecting them. She had a, an army of geese in front of her house today. She had all the geese. She was just feeding them. And they were just not like eating out of her hand, but she they let her get close. Yeah. yeah With their crazy. babies. Yeah. Their little goslings. Yeah, we we were leaving last weekend, and she had four like four families of geese, I think. And they started fighting, and she was like, oh, <laughs> family feud over here. Something like that. She's also trying to steal her cat. I think she's got to be going crazy, though. I, I never, I almost never see anybody over there. Oh, I've seen people over there. Does she still work? It seems like she's not working right she now. She leaves early in the morning. Okay. 
Jesus, We used really? to leave around the same time when I was doing stocking, and I think I still, when I get up to do my 5 a.m. writing, okay, I will so see that's headlights. Good. So she gets out. Occasionally, yeah. And I've seen people there. We have spent entirely too long talking about our neighbor. <laughs> yeah. This is a horror podcast. The horrors okay. of being a, a cat lady, I guess. I, She's more than a cat lady. She is a goose lady, a deer lady, duck lady, like all of them. I saw her feed a squirrel out of her hand once. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean this shit takes work. Mm -hmm. And it's really incredible because we don't really have very many squirrels in our neighborhood. What do you think she's doing to them? I just thought it was all the cats. Oh, (laughs) because we have a lot of cats wandering the neighborhood. I did see a bunny too recently. Anyway, <laughs> should we take a little intermission and do an adult fear, or do you want to dive into the other stories? No, we could do an adult fear. It's almost ten too, by the way. All right. All right. I am reaching into my jar, pulling out one of my many fears. <clears throat> I often look back to check on my kids while driving. I worry that one time. They won't be there. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah. Do, I do it all the time. Like, my heart skips a beat. I look back. Oh, God, they're there. Okay. And, like, quasi-tied to that, I, I think I'm going to look back one day and Naomi's going to be climbing out of the seat because I didn't strap her in. <laughs> Logan, he he, he he buckles himself in now. But yeah. Back, if you started the car, he'd be like, hey, hey I'm not well, in. I'm not in. But Naomi would just be like, I'm not going to say anything. And then I'm going to climb to the front seat. Yeah, if she could get out, she would if... If there was an open window, she would jump out. Yeah, but that is that is a good... Now, do you ever worry about leaving your kids in the car? Like, yes. that they're there? There was, a, oh, there was a story I heard about a dad. That did that, yeah. Yeah, he was supposed to drop them off somewhere, and he went to work, and they, were, they just fell asleep in the car, and he kind of forgot. He just went about his normal routine. Yep. Left them in the car, and they both died. Yeah. Yes. That's a... Yeah. That terrifies me, because that feels like something that I would do. Yeah, if it's out of your routine. <sighs> Dude, I'm so spacey. I spaced it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, never trust me to drop off the kids. Like, so many times, <laughs> work, yeah, when we're driving, you just go on autopilot some places, and I'm like, where are you going? To like, work. And you haven't been to work in, like, over a year. <laughs> like, we don't go this way anymore. Why are you turning in this direction? It's all the time. <laughs> it's all the time. I am 100% on instinct when I'm driving. <laughs> But that is a good that is a good fear. I again did not think it's one of my favorites. I'll tell you what. Um, where do you think they would go? Like, are you worried that you just like forgot them at home? Yeah. Or like something came. Or in? like, if I'm coming back the from Meyer, just somehow. If I'm coming back from Meyer with Logan, I'll turn back to make sure he's still there, and I didn't just like leave him in a parking lot. He doesn't just babble to you the whole time you're in the car. Not usually, but it doesn't even matter if you babbled at me like 30 seconds before, I could still get scared. You're still just like a fish. Yeah. Like a fish. That's why I had that one mirror, not the rear mirror, but the tiny one kind of position so I can see the kids. Okay. Just glance up. You don't have to. That's cool. Yeah. That's fun. Um, what is my adult fear? Again, unprepared Ashley. You don't have a mason jar filled with them? No. And I think I'm the more prepared one in our relationship, the more organized one in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> just just proving that theory with this episode of the podcast. Um, This is borderline adult fear, borderline like just college fear, which doesn't really relate to me anymore. That, that dream that you have, which isn't really a fear, but where you didn't go to class all semester oh long. Oh my god. I've had this one, yeah. Yeah, and like, so, but then always by the end of the dream, I'm just like, whatever, I'm just going to fail it, it's fine. Like, I always resign myself and accept my failure in life. Really? Yeah, which I think says a lot about me. (laughs) 
I don't think it says anything <laughs> good about me that I'm just going to give up easily. But yeah, like that just, I worry, like I guess that fear, like one day I'm going to forget there's something very important that I should have been doing this whole time. Yeah, I have that fear. It's always middle school. They're like, you didn't take this test in eighth grade that you had to take, so now it kind of canceled out your high school diploma, which means your college doesn't work, which means... You don't have a job you anymore. Have a job. They just took your job away because you have no... Think, no who cares about all that years yeah. of experience? And it, it's always like Billy Madison where it's just like me in like eighth grade. There's all these kids there. Yeah, but see, you're not rich enough to be able to pay the school district to let you go back into school. Well, this was a free school. Oh, but I mean, I still feel like they're not going to want an adult there in your eighth grade class. They, I needed to complete the test, Ashley. <laughs> so you just have to go to take the test. You don't have to go through the whole, like, redoing school thing. Yeah. So it's not a full Billy Madison? Nope. Okay. Uh, like, what's the capital of North Dakota? Like, oh, like, North, God. Where's, what's North Dakota? <laughs> Couldn't find it on a map if, if I tried. Fuck. But yeah, so I, I, my fear is like forgetting something important and suffering for it. Yeah, I always, it's always in college, and then somehow there was a class I should have been going to, and I just never went to it. And then it's like final season, and it's like I get an email from the teacher finally, and they're like, "Yo, where why, are you at? Why is yours college and mine is middle school?" I don't know. I really liked college too. Middle school was just kind of meh. Uh, psychiatrists, uh, if you want to answer that question, you can. <laughs> Send it to what is it? Creepy cabin podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, gmail.com. Uh Ashley assures me that she is keeping up on it. I do check it every day. There's no new email. Andrew's in charge of the Twitter. Shit. Oh, still? <laughs> yeah, you have okay. the password. <laughs> I should give you the password and then that's your responsibility. Now what do we want to talk about here? You have a, a headline hunter, or do you want not moving to that just yet? Headline hunters. Headline hunters. A new segment of our show. <laughs> so this one. Realtors are unsure how this not haunted sign mysteriously appears on a property listing. So as you can see here, there's a realtor sign mm -hmm. and on top says not haunted. Yes. So apparently somebody <laughs> put this on here. Yeah. Would you be reassured by this sign? No, I would feel like they are trying to trick us. How so? Why would you put not haunted sign on there? Like, why your house would, is not haunted? Why would anyone's initial reaction be, this house is haunted? Does it look <laughs> spooky? Is there a picture of the house? I don't see a picture of the house here. Hang on. No, I don't think there's a picture of the house, unfortunately. Or is that the house? That house is... Mm, no, I think that's just a house. A house, yeah. Like, there's no... Does that house look haunted? No. It has a different it sign a different in front sign of it. too. But yeah, like, I feel like that is when you're over, like, overcompensating. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. Oh, but there's more to this story. The realtors didn't put that sign up. Supposedly. No, they didn't. Mm. <laughs> Why would you put that up if you're a realtor? Because you want people to be like, yo, it's not haunted. I promise you. Yeah, if, I, they're overcompensating. If it was, like, the Amityville house, it's maybe. It's haunted. I promise. <laughs> there's probably some local lore about this house. Or it's bored teenagers with money to spend. Money? How much money do you think that costs? Uh, That's like a $2 sign. Money. Look, <laughs> it's hard to get jobs these days for teenagers. You have to have experience. You have to be like 18 and over, older to work most places. That's true. So. Oh, man. Now, if it said haunted, would you believe the sign? I just don't think I believe signs. <laughs> you just don't trust signs at all? I just don't trust signs at all. If there's a sign that says this house is haunted, like a little disclosure... Like, okay, who, why are they trolling me? What is going on? Yeah, I don't trust signs, apparently. It's not something new we're learning about me with these pod, with this podcast. <laughs> Ashley does not trust signs. I don't trust a lot of things, but I think I would trust a sign. But the not haunted one? 
No, for I sure. I don't think that house is I guess is maybe the haunted one I might be more willing to trust than this weird one. All right. Oh, what happened with Naomi? She said something funny the other day. So the other day... Tangentially related to the, this The other topic. day, I was like, hey, Naomi, I need to trim your fingers, fingernails and toenails. So I went upstairs to get the clippers. Meanwhile, Logan was down there. He must have told her something. So I come back downstairs. I'm trimming her fingernails. She gets upset. I'm like, did I, did I hurt you? What happened? And she starts crying... And I'm like, what's wrong? And then she says, Mama, cut my toes off. And I'm like, I don't want, I'm not cutting your toes off. I'm just cutting your nails off. She says, I want to be broken. <laughs> and Logan starts cackling because he told her I was going to, I was going to go cut her toes off. I want to be broken. And Naomi apparently got accepted this idea immediately and was like, okay, my toes, I just want to be broken. So just that's to be broken. That is our emo daughter at two and a half. Oh, that's so emo. And Logan uh, stepping hard into that big brother mode. Just. Yeah. I wonder what kind of teenager she's going to be. <laughs> I want to I think it's pretty broken. clear after this. She's so fun and easygoing, though. Now she wants to be broken. Yeah. Maybe she's sick of being fun. I mean, maybe she just wants to overcome her brokenness. Oh. She's a fighter. She wants to play life on hard mode. She takes after her dad. <laughs> anyway, so we did end up watching a horror show. Not so much a movie this week. We did. What did we watch last we night? We watched Haunted? Yeah, I think it's just Haunted, On right? Netflix. So there's a show called The Haunted. Which we that used is the to watch. Animal Planet one. We watched a few. We watched a lot of those episodes, and so apparently Andrew's watched all of them. No, I haven't finished season three season yet. Three, but he's watched season two and one. And the premise of the show is they get a family or whatever people they sit together in a circle, and someone tells their story about how they've been haunted. While everyone else just silently stares at them, sometimes talking as well, like collaborate, like cooperating corroborating corroborating you know like yes that did yeah. happen and it's just weird they zoom in on the people listening their faces and it's this premise could have been done so much better yeah this is one of those paranormal reenactment shows mm-hmm. which Re-enact- i generally like yeah but this one is my least favorite of all of them I yeah think. this one oh. that, that's what i watched was about a demon cat and they went hard with their reenactment yeah imo but still, I like the idea of a group of people sitting together, talking about their haunted experiences. But it was not very, it's not realistic how I do it, because if I was telling a story, you could hear this on the podcast, Andrew will interrupt if I get constantly. it wrong, I'm or constantly he agree, or he's got a question. They just sit silently. Like, there's no interrupting. There's no one going, yeah, I remember it slightly different. Yeah, this didn't ha-. Like, I feel like it would have been more, it'd be more entertaining if people were like, Yo, this is how I experienced it. It didn't happen this way. You didn't see a ghost. It was my cat. Just yeah, it seems catty. really unnatural. Yeah, like, the way they have the it. way they're sitting. Everybody looks uncomfortable. Everyone, probably because they are. Yeah, it has sort of like this campfire vibe because there's one person telling the story. Mm-hmm. Only it's not as fun. It's not like it's Are You Afraid fun. of the Dark fun. No, and I feel like it would have been better if they would let people like interact with each other as the story is telling being told the one thing it seems like they're not actors no because they would be the worst actors ever no they're all yeah real real people but i just the premise of it could have been so much better i had hope because i would love for them to redo this and i let them like talk more naturally just right we're on season three now yeah I've only watched every one. episode is basically the same that's it has the same weird feel they go way over the top with like these stories you know a lot of the reenactment shows I feel are believable this one is not especially in the 
so we're just going to spoil it, but especially the hospital scene. This girl gets diagnosed with typhoid fever, and she is talking about her hospital experience, and the image and the reenactment is she's in this dank, dark basement in yeah. a bathtub. Everyone's in hazmat suits, but looks gross and dirty, like not at all like the clean, sterile hospital environment that would she probably was in. Yeah, it looks like the hospital in like Silent Hill. Yeah. It's just a spooky weird hospital her being in a sterile natural hospital room would have been scary too she's suffering from a fever that she somehow got that doesn't exist in america fever she was saying like she's the only one diagnosed with this typhoid fever in america and like so many since like 1920 we googled it there's like 350 cases a year in the u.s (laughs) so yeah maybe a little bit of an exaggeration there yeah because i thought oh maybe maybe her name will come up if it's this rare but no. no. Yeah. Like I, I love over I love like cheesy over overreactions and acting in these uh movies or in these shows, but Yeah. I like the overreaction too. But something about this show. No, it's it just, just rubs me the wrong way. It's too much. It is too much. Like their premises are too weird. And you think about it, some of this story might have been true with the demon cat. Yeah. But she says she saw this cat in her basement and she said it looks nothing like a regular cat. This the, one has fangs. You can see its ribs. So it just sounds like a malnourished cat. Yeah, cats do have fangs and ribs. And ribs. If they're not, if they're not nourished, you can see their ribs. Yeah. I mean, unless you meant literally just skin. Or yeah, just she bones. said you can see its ribs. Now that could mean like a skeleton cat, but I doubt it. Yeah. I think it was just a skinny stray cat in her basement, maybe. That scared her mom, and her mom tripped down the stairs and broke both her ankles. Yeah. And then they're making a, the son made a big deal about that. He's like, I've never seen someone with two broken legs. That's that's I, crazy. I honestly I feel like he just said something because he felt like he had to say something, <laughs> and it was really weird. So there they had there was the mom, the daughter, the paranormal sage guy, the, the, the shaman, the shaman, the son, shaman. and then the girl, the daughter is older now, so her husband was there. Her husband literally said nothing the entire episode. They just kept zooming in on his face as she was telling the story, and he was looking legit like, I married into crazy. I had no <laughs> idea I married into crazy, was the expression. It wasn't, it wasn't concern for her, I don't think. It was just concern maybe for himself. I wonder if he got a heads up that they were doing this. I don't know, but it's like, like hey, guess what? We got a TV thing. You'll you'll figure it out along the way. But that's another like example. Like, why did they have the husband there? He wasn't even involved in the story. They didn't get married because this was when she was in high school. They didn't get married in high school. Why was he there? I don't yeah, know. he was no part of the story. Yeah, but just to zoom in, and I only saw like that was because I don't think he introduced himself. They don't introduce themselves. I don't think I just like noticed the. Well, she introduces herself, the main woman telling the story. She said, like, yeah, back in high school, I was ugly. And yeah, short. Was short, kind of fat. And, like, her family's just nodding along. <laughs> no one steps in to defend her. They're like, yeah, you were all because those things. they're not allowed to talk. That's the, th- <laughs> that's the thing. That's why it feels so unnatural and weird. Yeah. There should be more interactions. If you're going to have a roundtable discussion about the haunting, it needs to be a discussion, an actual leg- discussion. I think that would have made it far more interesting. Should we do a show like this? I feel like we could do it better, yeah. We got a couple... We got a couple stories. I mean, I think maybe when a we do our, we stories. should have a round table. Oh my god, how fun would that be? I wonder if we would. Uh, go, well, we're gonna need to record it like video recording though, oh. so you can get the expressions. You know, the yeah, nodding yeah, yeah, along. Yeah. yeah. 
the the bored faces. This uh-huh. might, well, I don't know if we want to do it good or if we want to do a parody because a parody would be fun. It would be fun. You know, it was, I was short and fat. Yeah. Thanks, mom. Yeah. You're supposed to say you're beautiful. But I was looking at the description, changing the topic. I was looking at the description of The Haunted, which is the Animal Planet one. Now, we watch a lot of these episodes. It was one of the shows that we would binge. This was my favorite reenactment paranormal now, show. it says, This series delves into the frightening true stories of animal hauntings and the extreme steps taken by the families to rid their homes and pets of paranormal spirits. Did we ever actually see an episode where the pet was possessed? Because all I remember... I don't think so. All I remember is cats staring at walls and people being like, Fucking spirits. This is a while. This came out in 2009. Yeah, but I don't remember any pets actually being possessed. I don't remember that. I, I just remember them like reacting to weird noises and yeah. the humans being like, the cat's staring at nothing. Which, if you have a cat, my cats do that all the time. Like, they just needed to justify why the show is an animal. Yeah, the planet. animal would be like two seconds and then turn to a human story. I do have a funny haunted cat story. With one not, of ours? Not funny. This was actually a few days ago. Oh, yeah. So I heard one of our cats on the counter, like, mm-hmm. doing something, like, rustling around up there. And it wasn't Simon because he was on the chair next to me. So, of course, it's Billy. Obviously. So We only have two cats. And then I hear something get knocked off the counter. I'm like, what the hell are you doing there? Like, storm in there, ready to launch him off the counter. There's no cat on the counter. Then Billy comes up from the basement. Like, to what? say, hey, what's going on? What's going on, Dad? Why are you, are you yelling at Simon? I, I don't know what was in there. Was the, do- uh, was the door open? It could have been wind. No. Mm. No, I, I wasn't sure if it was a mouse, like, in our bread or something. You. Yeah. <laughs> what would you rather it be? A mouse pooping on our bread or a ghost? A ghost. A ghost, okay. I don't want to deal with the mouse poop. How many people die of ghost attacks each year? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm willing to say zero. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on how you want to, like... How do you measure that, though? How do you categorize what a ghost is, the difference between a ghost and a poltergeist and shit I like that? I think a poltergeist is a ghost. You think a poltergeist is a... You don't think they're separate things? No. I don't know why people would think they're separate things. I don't know. I feel like they're just they get separated a lot. Well, poltergeists just move stuff around. They start throwing stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, how is that not a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> but I could see how that could get you killed because they throw, like, a sharp knife at you and you... A poltergeist could definitely kill you if it's real. Yeah. I'll say that. A mouse could definitely kill you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've killed a lot of people. Yeah. They, they, I don't know if you've read history books, but it caused some problems. Yeah. So, I think... What about a ghost mouse? Mm, I think I'd rather have a ghost mouse than a living one. Yeah, they probably We might have that... Oh, my God. Another story. It could have been a ghost mouse. <laughs> Our cats killed the mouse. Yeah. Ate it, ate it in half. Yep, they just left us half of it the bottom on the half. floor. The bottom half. They mm-hmm. took the good half for themselves. We're not sure which We're cat did sure it. not sure which cat did it. Neither, neither, neither one of them puked up. You know what? Speaking of our cats, Simon and Billy, that has a horror movie it origin. It does. You've never... That's Session 9. Yeah, I don't think You've that. never seen Session 9, have you? No. We're going to have to put that on the list. you got to see what Billy and Simon were really like back in the day. Mm, their namesakes. Yep, because Simon was originally named after Simon Belmont. That's part of his name. But I didn't like the other Belmont names for a cat, so I went with a Session 9 theme when we got Billy. Mm-hmm. And then I added Bean to make it like Billy Bean. Because it's cute, kind of baseball-y. Kind of baseball-y. I think I vaguely remember you telling me about it. I don't think I ever actually watched it, though. 
Yeah, I don't think you've ever I seen Session I have a poor nine. memory for movies. Well, I don't. I, I think I would have remembered you seeing it. Yeah, I think you remember movies, and if I've seen them or not, it's like the only time you have a good memory. And that's it. And next week, we'll be watching The Conjuring 3, which we're seeing in theaters. It comes out on Friday. Watch it. Let us know what you think. I'm excited. I'm legit excited to see a horror movie. I'm excited to see any movie in a theater, but especially this movie, especially The Conjuring 3. Yes. I love the first two. Not so much some of the spinoffs, but I think this one's going to be good. Obviously, they make trailers look good, but it looks good. Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. So, until next week, keep it creepy, folks. And spooky. See you later. <laughs>